everyone and welcome to another episode of all in one bowl in this episode we'll be discussing the 2022 floods that had recently been menacing south korea and its people focusing on how it had started how south korea has responded to it and the current flood status the cause of the flood was essentially due to a phenomenon called the kamchaka blocking this kamchaka blocking was initiated by the unusual pressure that built up in the Okhotsk sea in 2022 the high pressure in the Okhotsk Sea, which usually causes the northern chill of the rainy front, is generally formed by melting Siberian snow flowing into the sea from May to June and dissipates as sea level temperatures rise. However, in 2022, air pressure was established high above the Kamchatka Peninsula, and the blocking effect caused the cold to settle in northern Korea, creating an unusually high pressure. This high pressure, aided by the heavy rains in Korea in late June and early July, built up to the outbreak of the flood in August. The Seoul metropolitan area declared that the flood started on August 8, 2022. The flooding was a result of the rain clouds that sprayed heavy rain in the southern part of the Han River in Seoul, as well as the southern part of Gyeonggi province. This caused most rivers to overflow, leading to the flooding of several roads. The heavy rain eventually spread all throughout Korea, including Gangwon-do and Chungcheong-do, located at the peripheral regions of the Korean Peninsula. The 2022 flood highlighted a crucial issue in South Korea, the issue with Seoul's sewage system. The particular topography of the Gangnam area made Gangnam more vulnerable to the floods, and this situation was aggregated by the sewage pipes that were constructed in the incorrect slope direction in Gangnam Dero. The Seoul Metropolitan Government had been trying to solve this sewage issue since 2011, the year when a similar situation of a severe flood had threatened Korea's metropolitan area. However, the government's efforts have consistently failed due to the continuous budge problems and oppositions from civic groups such as the Seoul Environmental Union. As a result of the jeopardizing floods, Casualties, deaths, and property damages aggravated at a rapid speed, making Korea fear major damage. As of August 11th, as many as 10,000 vehicles had been reported to be damaged, and it has been estimated that this damage is worth around 130 billion won, equivalent to around 90 million US dollars. The large number of damaged cars alerted non-life insurers such as the Samsung Fire and Marine Insurance, the Hyundai Marine and Fire Insurance, the DB insurance, and the KB insurance. Transportation was no exemption to a victim of severe damage. Major roads such as Gyeongbu Expressway and Sapyeongdaero were blocked for a long time due to flooding, causing major traffic congestion and hindrances to continuation of normal life. Furthermore, continuous rain caused landslides throughout the metropolitan area, resulting in numerous casualties. Bus traffic in Sochogu and Gangnamgu, Seoul, was virtually completely paralyzed, and an unusual scene was observed in which 15 buses stuck together as bus vehicles could not pass through the streets. Heavy rains in Yoido also caused both HTS and MTS services of Korea Investment and Securities to fail, causing major internet connection problems. However, another issue arose due to these large-scale damages. Korea's mass media had focused on putting the damage of the Seoul metropolitan area under the spotlight. Despite the similar degrees of damage the Gangnam area suffered through, leading to the talk of regional discrimination. 
The 2022 flooding of Korea led to the arousal of great issues menacing the everyday lifestyle of Koreans for the past few months. With all that being said, South Korea is now nearly fully rehabilitated from the damages of the flood as environmental conditions are returning back to normal. Transportation had been restored and Koreans have resumed their continuation of everyday life. The 2022 flood of South Korea has been one of the largest environmental threats to South Korea after the 2011 flood, but fortunately, the country was able to persist through the crisis with organization and responsibility.